Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. And let God's people say, Amen. Our first reading comes from 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 18 through 20 and 26. Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy wearing a linen ephod. His mother used to make for him a little robe and take it to him each year when she went up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Then Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, May the Lord repay you with children by this woman for the gift that she made to the Lord. And then they would return to their home. Now the boy Samuel continued to grow both in stature and in favor with the Lord and with the people. Our second reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was twelve years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished, and his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why are you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and he was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. These two stories share an element of growth in them. And as I was thinking about this last Sunday of the year and this first Sunday after Christmas is how we keep the spirit of Christmas with us after Christmas. So often that we grow and we grow how we give and how we care for one another and we do so much more than we normally do around Christmas. And then we pack everything away and Christmas goes away and Too often, we pack up all of those feelings of goodwill and all of that charity. Maybe we're worried that we're not going to have enough for next Christmas if we don't pack it away and save it. These two stories offer a picture of the way that we grow in both human and divine favor. And both Samuel and Christ represent a bridge. Samuel is a bridge between the way things used to be done with all the judges and without a king. And Samuel ushers in the Davidic line. He's the one who anoints David. He's the one who sets a king on the throne. And then we have Christ fulfilling the line of David, becoming the king of kings, the savior of mankind. With both of them, we often hear about how they got to where they were and we hear about them in their prime. We often think about 
Christ lying in a manger shortly after his birth, and then we think of him in ministry just before his death. We don't often think about the 12-year-old boy worrying his parents. Jesus disappears from the crowd, and he's off learning in the temple. And some people find it odd when I say learning, but he's there with the teachers, and he's asking questions, and we know he's learning because he doesn't understand why his parents are so worried about him. If any of you has lost a child in the supermarket, I can only imagine what it would be like to go a day's journey and suddenly not know where your child is. But Jesus was off learning, and then he goes and he goes home and he learns and he grows. And he grows both in physical appearance, and he grows in wisdom, and he grows in human and divine favor. And we see the same thing with Samuel. Samuel lives in the temple. He was given to the temple, so to speak, that when his mother prayed for a child, she was blessed with a child, and she gave him over to serve in the temple. Samuel grows to be one of the first major prophets, priests, and kingmakers that he serves as almost everything you could expect someone to serve as. And yet here he is, a boy, learning. But as he learns, he grows in human and divine favor. I started thinking about what that means for us. And that if we grow in that spirit of Christmas, that spirit of giving, that as we grow, when we give as God gives, and we grow as we love as God loves, that we grow both in human and divine favor ourselves. That we grow in favor with other people because as we are kind and as we are loving and as we care for one another, people see it. And when they talk about us, they talk about us in a way to say, yes, I know them. They helped me when I was in need. You can trust them. But we also grow in divine favor, that as we do what God expects of us, we grow in that closeness and that bond that we have with the Lord. That when we do what Christ asks us to do, to love and care for one another, we grow in divine favor as well. And the problem is so often we let all of that growth that we have around Christmas disappear with Christmas. That we take down the tree and we give up on being as generous. We aren't hosting any big family meals and so we stop being quite as kind as we were around Christmas. With no one out to ring bells and hold out kettles, we give a little bit less. And I start thinking maybe if we started with Christmas as the starting point. Not as a beginning and an end where everything happens on Christmas morning and we're done. But maybe if Christmas is that launching point, that as we begin a new year, we think about all the ways that Christmas helped us to grow closer to one another and to care about each other more, and we use that as a start for loving each other a little bit more as we go. And instead of letting Christmas just be one special day of the year, we let it be that point that guides us and leads us through the rest of the year. That we think about all the ways that we can give. That maybe we aren't going to give gifts every day the way that we do on Christmas, but 
We can still give a kind word. We can still help one another in that same spirit that we had on Christmas. That we think about a child born in a manger to humble beginnings and we give gifts to celebrate his love. Shouldn't we celebrate that love all year round? Shouldn't we grow as he grew? Let our wisdom begin on Christmas Day and let it shine in us the rest of our days. We think about so many ways that we give and so many ways that we help on Christmas that if we let that Christmas spirit guide us and lead us through the rest of the year, so when we can lay aside our differences to be able to celebrate together, what's stopping us from laying aside those differences that we may celebrate together all year round? When we're able to overlook the flaws of others so that we may celebrate with them the birth of our Savior, What's stopping us from loving each other all the rest of the year the same way that we love each other on Christmas? Let it be the start, not the end. Let it be that thing that helps us to grow, to grow with each other, to grow with God. That we may learn how to walk with one another, to help one another. That we may learn to walk in God's ways to help each other that we may build the kingdom of Christ here on earth. That we may remind each other that Christ came not that we may celebrate him on one day, but that we may celebrate him every day. That we let ourselves grow in the love, the fellowship. That we let each other grow the way that Christ grew, the way that Samuel grew, the way that we should all seek to grow learning every day something new about each other and something new about our Lord. That we learn through our experiences with each other. That God helps us as we help each other. Let us forgive as we seek to be forgiven. Let us love as we seek to be loved. Let us remember the joy that we experience on Christmas and let us carry it with us every day of our lives. That we may remember Christ's birth that we may remember his life, that we may remember his death, that we may remember his resurrection, and that we may celebrate and help each other in how we live and serve and how we grow together. May we all be in ministry to a world in need of God's healing love and grace. May we grow always in that love. May we always seek that grace. And may we join together in the spirit of Christmas that we may help one another all the days of our lives until we are called home into our Father's loving arms. It is in his grace and mercy I pray. Amen.